Marty, Joel, Steve-O, Randy, and we are Clipwing. You're listening to Witch, Witch Police, Police Radio. Radio. Ow, ow,
right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and uh, as usual, lately, I'm doing an on-location episode, so I'm here with uh, everybody from Clipwing, and yeah. I think yeah. that the best way to do this would be to just kind of go in a circle, everyone say who they are, what they play, and that'll just help people listening identify a voice to the name. So we'll... Uh... Uh, my name is Marty, I play guitar, and I sing the microphone. My name is Joel, I play the drums, and I don't sing the microphone. My name is Steve-O, I play bass, and I terribly sometimes sing into the microphone. <laughs> My name is Randy, I play guitar, and I also sing terribly in the microphone sometimes. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right, Self-esteem is at an all-time high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You guys are really confident about your prime. Yeah. We're in our prime yeah. right now. Yeah. We're, we're good, though, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a couple of you guys have been on the show before, but not in your capacity as members of Clipwing. So, I mean, some of these voices may be familiar if there's anyone out there who, like, rapidly listens to every episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, glad, glad you guys uh, having me over here and yeah, talk about what's going on. You have a new record coming out, and uh, that's probably a good way to start. So, yeah. uh, what can you tell me about the, the new album? Um, it's called uh, Ashford, and we uh, basically finished recording it, um, I want to say, like, at the end of May last year. Um, and it's already been released in Europe by our, our labels out there, Laser Life Records, Coffee Breath and Heartache, and Tree Lob Records. Oh, cool. um, and then now we're finally getting a chance to release it here in Canada. Um, so it'll be coming out, our release party is April 25th at the Goodwill, uh, with a lot of great bands, New Renaissance, Rippers, and... Really and yeah. Really yeah. Yell. Cool, cool. The fantastic Really Yell. But yeah, the record was great. Uh, we recorded it with uh, Chris Hanna. Um, we did uh, most of the stuff at Private Year Studios, um, which was really great because it's just an awesome room, sounded great, and then we wrapped up the vocals at uh, Chris's basement. Oh, cool. Uh, and we actually also did some uh, mixing and additional vocals, like gang vocals and some guest vocals with uh, J.P. Lorendo, who did the most recent Del Barber record okay. and uh, stuff like that, so... Yeah, so lots of local connections too, like uh, yeah, like a lot. Actually, yeah. now that I think about it, there was like a lot of local talent involved with this. Uh, like uh, Joey Senneth took the pictures. Oh, cool, yeah. uh, we had uh, yeah, like well, whatever. Chris engineered it. We did it in basically three different studios. Uh, it got mixed by a different engineer than the one who recorded it. We had uh, three people from bands come and do guest vocals. Uh, so Chris Swatsky from the Rippers and Dylan James from Distances. And uh, Keith Do It from Danger Cat are all on it. Oh, which was, uh, that was like that was a blast. It was super fun. Um, yeah, yeah. a lot of people involved. And this is a full length. Like I know you previously had like a split, right? I mean, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. no, this uh, this is actually an EP. Okay, uh, it's, okay. it's five songs. It's not a split this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's uh, it's definitely just five songs, and we're uh, we're already working on a full length. But uh, that'll be in a little bit. Cool. So when is the actual release? Is the release date the same as the show? Like, is that when it's actually officially? Out. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> actually the some we've done some pre-sales already over in Europe. Starting yeah, like you're saying, yeah, yeah, pre-sales. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, officially here in Winnipeg, we'll be on the 25th at cool. the Goodwill. Cool. We're gonna release it on uh, iTunes and everything at that point too. Okay. Uh, right now, okay. it's available kind of exclusively on vinyl through Euro distributors. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be available on the 25th. Cool. Um, to people who haven't heard the show before, uh, I do have more questions about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, shut up for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk now. This is my show. Yeah, no. Um, people who have heard, haven't heard the show before, the way it works is we uh, obviously talk to you guys about your music, but we have a randomly generated theme word each week, and we press a button on the computer, gives us a word, and this week we've got Zamboni, which is pretty sweet. I mean, uh, some of the words are kind of touch and go whether it's going to be come up with good songs but i think zamboni's pretty awesome like i mean it's a, it's a fabulous machine randy do yeah. you know anything about the history of the zamboni being the hockey player you are the zamboni was invented by frank zamboni back in 1847 in uh 
Kingston, Ontario. Right on. I'm taking yeah. a shot oh. on Wikipedia. Just don't Google what I just said. <laughs> I assume it was a tractor initially, probably with like a grate behind it or something like that. Probably. We're going to get angry calls from a guy named Frank Zambo. <laughs> <laughs> Find him on Facebook, yeah. message him, say thanks a lot. Hey, no, that's, it was definitely invented by Frank Zamboni. He's not a total liar. Wow. wow. Total. <laughs> I, I have a funny story about Zambonis, actually. I was... Um, like I watch a lot of hockey uh, with my kids, and the, the, you know they, they they obviously are into it probably because I'm into it. Like you know, one, the oldest one's five, so I don't know how much she actually like. She knows some names of the players and stuff, but um, turns out she really loves Zambonis. And uh, we went to see <laughs> Disney on Ice a few weeks ago, and you know she was enjoying it, whatever. It's like Toy Story and shit on ice. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's the intermission, and she just goes, "Dad, look, this is Zamboni. I've never seen one in real life before." <laughs> And like the Zamboni, but she's talking about it for days after. Like, oh, oh man! Like, What's yeah. really going to go see Disney really? Ice? There was a Zamboni. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think you're doing something right if your kid likes a Zamboni more than Disney. Characters. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being fascinated by that when you were a kid too. There was something like weirdly like I don't know if it was like therapeutic or slightly OCD about like watching it like fill in the yeah. lines too. You know, like when you would flood the ice, it would make. And then like, is he gonna get this? You better get back and get that shit. The guys that are really efficient have this like system worked out, and it's kind of like an art. Like the turning looks like super counterintuitive. It's rear steering, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, you can tell when it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is like if you've ever, if anybody's ever driven a forklift or anything like that, that's pretty much, that's like rear steering, which is like the opposite from how a car reacts. So you're steering the opposite direction of where you want to go. Uh, and it's super like counterintuitive. So to do that on ice with like a crank, yeah. like it's kind of weird. <laughs> So why don't you make a Zamboni simulator? That'd be awesome. Obviously, Sam's kids would play yeah. it all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like Zamboni. Yeah. <laughs> you make like an extra game in, in the yeah, NHL. Yeah, for like the guy. Like, yeah. What would for what if all your friends are so good at NHL like ours and they go play and then I want to play like well they get a beer. Yeah. I want to be the Zamboni <laughs> driver. Yeah. Sega game or something. You give it to your kids. Zamboni in this guy. Yeah, I think there was actually. Oh yeah, you're right. You got to bring that back. Imagine if you did like a real sim of a Zamboni. Great. Because like, if you think about it in, like, boxing games, they make you, like, patch the guy's face up in between the rounds, like, <laughs> I got yeah. a legit Zamboni story. Okay. This, is, this really happened. Okay. So we were at uh, Billy Moisienko Arena yeah. uh, on uh, Kiwaitin. So, like, this was when I was, I don't know, 15 or 16, so, like, 47 years ago. <laughs> and, uh, we were playing, we were in a double-A Bantam tournament. We were playing a bunch of city teams from Stonewall. And uh, it was they only they only cleared the ice between the second and third. We weren't like the pros, but they did it. Yeah. They did it in the intermission for second and third. And the the dude cleaning the ice, I guess someone left one of the gates open, and he was driving right along right along the boards, and he clipped the gate and he ripped like the boards <laughs> 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 like. like 25 feet. So needless to say, needless to say, our game was, was over early. Oh, <laughs> it was a tie game. Oh, that's good. Oh, I was like, oh, no, it's my that. first day, too. It was so much easier in the video game. Yeah. <laughs> you got a song that can top that, at least, Randy? Well, my idea for a Zamboni theme song is Mr. Clean by Mill and Colin. Oh, nice. One, because clean, clean the ice. And two, because I... I want Steve-O to find a leak of the Mill and Colin album for me already because they got a new one coming. I Apparently. can't believe they still exist uh, as a thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. When I heard that, I was like, wow, Mill and Colin. And I'm dying I, I've been seeing, I saw a review on Dying Scene, four and yeah. a half out of five, There, and I trust really? that. That's like, I, I don't know. I, I hope one song was like, kind of, I was half and half. Like a yeah. Saturday, I haven't like, heard the new stuff, but. 
Yeah, this is, I think there's just one single. Okay. Right? Something mm-hmm. gets us old men excited these days. Hey, yeah. Millencolm was great, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical. <laughs> I'm over yeah. here like, who's Millencolm? <laughs> this is a, the band back from like 1999. <laughs> from um, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You probably know like one tune for sure. No <laughs> cigar. I've actually yeah. noticed that a lot. People who are like you know a little bit younger, they know songs from video games. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, that oh, yeah. the, you know that band that probably meant to name their band Melancholy, but they just got it. Or that's what I called them. <laughs> yeah, those, those are a prime example of like like ESL like English as yeah, a second yeah. language for sure. I always felt like they should just sing in their own language maybe and it yeah. would have been cooler. I would have liked it anyway. Like, yeah. They didn't need to do the yeah. English thing. Well, the, the singer had a solo record like Nicola Scarsevic, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Like, or like two. Three, three or two or oh, three. Really? Yeah, yeah. And like they're hilariously like broken English. Like he's yeah. got like sometimes he has these brilliant lyrics and other times you're like what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like just a little bit skeptical. Cool. Well let's, uh, let's check out Mr. Queen and then uh, we'll be back. Yeah. Cool. Mr. Clean, tell me, is that really you? I wonder what you've done to become so big and dumb. But I know you can change your lifestyle once again. It's cool to back Alright, that was Mill and Colin. We're back. Uh, well, of course, we're back. You listen to a podcast, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> like well, we, we almost weren't back, yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. because yeah. if the batteries yeah. had died, we wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't be back. That's so. right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how, how, what year is that song? Do we know what, when that came uh, out? Let's see what YouTube tells us. Uh, uploaded on. 90s? That's not the one. Uh, no, that's, yeah, it's going to be Wasn't 90s. this on Now 5? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's, that's got to be mid 90s. Big though, shiny right? poos? I yeah, don't yeah. know. Big shiny poos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think about it. I forgot they even existed until I heard recently, yeah, they were having their album coming out. Yeah. I've also, uh, when we were in Europe one time, we heard that the singer was actually close to death. No, 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 that's not the story. Yeah, well, he was like, he. I guess he's like, he needs their levels turned up like way oh death 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 oh yeah i know no like close to death sorry i hope you say death i'm a little deaf yeah. fresh to death anyway <laughs> I, I apparently it's just because and like it was so from one of the guys who actually worked with him on stage and said that he has to have huge mixes in his headphones well, because it's really loud that's weird yeah. well he's getting old right yeah I, we, aren't we all I've, yeah. see, I've seen uh, like I went and looked up YouTube videos of them and they're like super awkward on stage and like really? yeah, they don't yeah. seem like super happy like I don't know it didn't, wasn't entertaining it's not the 90s anymore <laughs> no yeah. it made, made me think of The Offspring Live just like oh yeah The yeah. Offspring Live is not good oh no it's not, it's not <laughs> they've been bouncing souls I've never seen anybody that rigid in my life like just like I, well, I can't. This doesn't translate onto. <laughs> I can't do like weird movies. You're not on film. Yeah. Damn it. We're thankful that they're still here. Uh, also, <laughs> that with the Millencon thing. Yeah. Before we get away from Millencon too quick, one of the cool things is the guitar player in the band actually does a lot of the art. Oh really? For it, for all of their records. Okay. I think every single record they've ever done. Because so. they have a lot of cartoony kind of stuff Clarkson. on their covers, right? Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so anyway, that's pretty cool. That is cool. You got somebody who can do that. Yeah. So okay, so you guys, you know, this is a European band. You're talking about. Yeah, the album being on Europe and everything. Yeah. How does that How does that work? I mean, because on this show we have people at different levels of success or like different stages with a band. We could have a band that like you know all they all they do is play like three basement shows, or we have someone that tours constantly. Like, I mean, how do you guys get from playing Winnipeg to having a record release in Europe? What's the What's the process for that? Uh, I, I if I can, I think that part of it was some of the wheels we got rolling with High Five Drive during with right. Greg Rakis, kind of like I know. Yeah, Greg's been on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he kind of, like, really planted the seed in, like, Marty and I I, some time ago and actually getting the touring thing going. With Clipwing, it's carried through. Marty's been really the man in terms of, like, booking this, the tours and everything else, contacts and everything else. Yeah, like, we we had a lot of, we made friends, like, touring there with High Five back in the day. And then uh, when we did the split, like, our first recording, we did it with uh, some buddies that were in a band that were starting a new project. And then they... They offered to help us tour out there, and like so that puts you in touch with a bunch of people, right. and back in touch with other people we already knew, but that you know we got to show them the new band kind of thing, uh, which gave us a, it, the timing worked out really well that we were touring right you know when we were developing plans to make the record. So uh, the idea is to go back with the record, obviously, and like just to keep going back because that's always worked really well for us. And actually, the uh, European copies are almost sold out, oh, awesome. um, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if I've ever really had that happen with a band, so it would, that's pretty rad. Uh, it is rather. Right yeah, they did. Uh, they just did a really great job this time too. Like uh, some of the people out there are just amazing. Like the labels this time, they did uh, um, um, screen printed uh, picture discs cool. Uh, cool. in clear vinyl. And I think I saw that on your Facebook vinyl. page or something on the the band's page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> great. They look yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's I'm that's my the favorite packaging I've ever been a part of in anything. And like uh, so, it's really awesome. It's just a small group of people that worked really hard and. They helped push it pretty hard, so it's get, gotten us some good exposure. And uh, yeah, it's just a matter of like getting out there and really meeting people. Yeah. It's it's a big risk and a big undertaking, but um, we uh, we really love doing it, and it pays off. Like the crowds out there really dig it. So, how much? Uh, I mean, how much of a divide is there between touring in Canada and touring in Europe? Is Europe kind of a major part of, of what you guys do as far as regular tours? Yeah. Or yeah, I, I would say so. I don't. Um, know, we had a blast in Northern Ontario. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah, that didn't that didn't cost anything. The else. Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we played a <laughs> oh god, we played a house party on Halloween. And we yeah. dressed up as the Avengers. Um, in in, uh, in kids Avengers. Well, the only people that. Goddamn, where was that? Yeah, Sam Raimi. Yeah, that's where it yeah. was. Um, yeah, which is just kind of like super. That was kind of like that's that's like touring in Canada in a nutshell. It was like 15 people at a house party in the middle of nowhere, Ontario. No one else was uh, dressed up. No, no, no one else. <laughs> really, we even made our own theme like music. 15 and... cell phones came out as soon as we came down the stairs in those yeah. costumes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, yeah. The back around to the question about touring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's there's a there's a pretty huge difference. Uh, like we we, I mean like I love doing both, but Canada is really hard. The drives are really far. Yeah, I guess just distances between cities, especially yeah. this side, this part of the country. Wear and tear on a vehicle. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, wear and tear on a vehicle. Like uh, you know the van that I've had, I've, I've taken on tour with other vans, and like you know when something breaks, it you know your tour is bust. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's pretty difficult, but like Europe's got uh, kind of a tight knit network, and like. Uh, a little bit more punk rock, I would say, than Canada. But Canada's got a, a really great scene. Like, if I could afford it, I'd do it more. We really want to try and uh, hit the States. We had some offers to go down there cool. as well. Because uh, that's just such a dense population. And yeah, it's the same kind of thing, right? You can cities everywhere, and you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's well, a lot easier. I, I, I do want to mention, though, like, uh, it's not that, too, we don't want to hit a lot of places in Canada either. It, we have such good friends over there. We've yeah. created such a base. It's For us, it's going back there is huge to us. And also, like the, I gotta say, Quebec and Montreal have always yeah. been so awesome, and touring out cool. there. So, like, we're, I, I uh, we're shaping up some plans to to potentially hit the road with a band from the Netherlands that we know as well. So, oh, uh, right. in, in Canada, yeah, I'm I, like I'm, I'm kind of getting stoked to maybe do Canada again soon. You know, like it's it's been a while. Well, that, that what you mentioned about the house party show—that's interesting because I think a lot of people hear, "Oh, you're touring in Europe," and they think it's like some big extravagant yeah. thing like oh you're rock stars or whatever now but I mean there's lots of bands I mean like High Five Drive is a perfect example I think they just do it and don't really make any money of it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah so it's pure honesty yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no it's um and like the, it's funny because like the contrast is pretty huge for and like it that applies for Canada or Europe but like both things happen you know you'll play like a, a festival to 500 people and like it's a crazy show, and you get like catering and like a backstage room yeah. and everything, and then the and Wi-Fi night, passwords and Wi-Fi <laughs> passwords. And the next night, you play some kid's garage to yeah. fifteen of his friends, yeah. and his parents kick you out in the morning, and you don't get paid. Yeah, and you smell bad for two days after that because you got like thirty-six hours of driving to do. And you but you love it, man, and you do it because you love it. And, well, you keep. But well, I guess you have to, right? Otherwise, most people would. It's not like we're like do we it for the shower if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it for the shower. It's surprising it's so how like what talk. the bar like goes <laughs> yeah. to. Like after two days of driving, like guys, if we play the show, we get one hot meal in the shower. Fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, we get to eat and there's internet. Yeah. 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 You guys have Wi-Fi? Oh god, I came a little. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like when we come home, we work at McDonald's or right. anything. Yeah, we yeah, actually do have full-time jobs that actually pay pretty good for. So how does that how does that work then? Because you guys do a lot of touring. Like I mean. And uh, I know some of you guys are in a lot of bands. I don't know about everyone, but I mean, you're in like 17 bands, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in like a handful. yeah. How, how do you how do you work that with having an actual job? Like, I mean, not not this, you know, you know what I mean, like a day job, and then the band thing. How do you how do you go to Europe for a month and then you just make it work? I think, right? You gotta have understanding bandmates. Yeah. yeah. Coordination. Yeah. A tiny bit of talent. It's very like, little. Many skill yeah. amount of talent. And just, and just, and just, just playing tickets job. too. Really good at scheduling. That's yeah, how, I guess. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
can work at Microsoft Excel, then you can be in as many bands as you want, really. <laughs> it can be yeah, 25 just, bands, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. <laughs> get a call center job or be a waiter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and or be good at whatever job you have because good help is hard to find. Like the biggest thing I found, like I, I feel like I've been doing this for a while, like through a couple of different jobs. Yeah. And always wondered like how I'm gonna bring it up, and like I've had these awkward conversations with managers where I'm like, you know, look, I'm gonna take whatever holidays I get, and like I'm going on tour, and when I tell you that I'm leaving, it's not like a can I leave? It's like yeah, it's I'm going. going. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and. I, it's always been like they've always let me stick around like if you're if you're a decent worker you're somebody that like is reliable and whatever like that's really hard to find and if you're decent about the way you approach it and you're like listen this is the thing that i do yeah and yeah. like otherwise i gotta go <laughs> yeah 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 they'll, they'll keep you you know like i don't know yeah i think so that's pretty and much you true. just i it's what i'm always gonna do and you just lay it out right when you get the job and I, I think yeah and i think greg like you know, pitched it to it. Like, I, I keep bringing up Greg, yeah, I know, yeah. and that's just me because Greg has, like, been Steve's a drunk. huge inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm too in. But anyway, yeah, no, Greg's been a huge inspiration, but, like... Well, that guy's like a machine for touring. Though. Yeah. He's, he's like the Zamboni. And, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> like the best Greg Regas in LA. There you go. There you go. Greg is a human Zamboni. Zamboni. This interview yeah. brought to you by the word. Zamboni. No. <laughs> but, unstoppable. No, yeah, just with Greg, he is unstoppable, and he just told me at the beginning, he said, Steve-O, you just got to look at this as kind yeah. of like a paid vacation you know like you're gonna love it and you're never gonna forget that time and yeah he, he gave me right. like I, there's a bunch of like catchphrases i remember him telling me when we started touring and one was uh the best day the worst day on tour is still better than the worst day on tour is still better than the best day at work yeah yeah <laughs> which is so true it's probably it true, yeah. true yeah yeah, yeah. Although, arguably, we have had some days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your tour van gets towed with all your gear in it, and you don't know where yeah, in Austria. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we got so many yeah, stories. Yeah, work's, works pretty good there. So what is the, like, what's the, the goal of the constant Europe touring? Is just to continually grow the audience and then get more contacts and things like that? Is that kind of the idea? Or yeah. Is it, yeah. It's fun. Because, I mean, the type, you know, the type of music you guys play is not... You're not gonna go pop, right? I mean, it's not you guys aren't expected to get like a hit song. That'd be cool if you did, but what, what? I mean, <laughs> they promised me pop. Yeah. I've been sending demos to Atlantic for weeks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, is it just just to keep keep pushing at it to keep keep the word going, like word of mouth going, and grow the audience? Yeah, so that's basically the yeah. It's well, um, first and foremost is probably just to play music. Right. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Travel like, it's great. It's a pretty awesome feeling to be in friggin like slovakia or something yeah. and some kid like where was that like in the in the bunker or not the bunker but like the the squat where you got crowd surfed and stuff oh yeah right and like uh, dudes that barely know how to speak english and yeah, are like trying to sing show. along yeah and, and telling you like that you guys are just fucking awesome and people do care around the room that was crazy like people fucking freaking out it's uh it's some pretty like it's just like wild stuff happens like things you can't make up or or really imagine and it's like stories of a lifetime and like at the same time you do like you make connections and it gets around and it's like it's a really kind of like it's an organic business it's a really weird way of looking yeah. at it but it's like really you gotta like you have to promote yourself but we're not really the type of people to like pump ourselves like we're cocky so we'll just go and play and do what we love and if people dig it then like cool and when you go around you do that you just meet like some of the best people and like it's all people that are really genuine that are going to be into the same stuff with yeah. the same mentality and like and you embark on ridiculous adventures through crazy fucking places <laughs> yeah oh yeah and crazy shit happens 
Yeah, and you come home with the best stories. Yeah. yeah. And then we have that, and we've seen all these places. And it's like I wrote you, them down because I don't remember most of them. Yeah, Marty is good at, at tracing those. Yeah. Like, otherwise, we'd be... Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah. the average person is not going to get to go to all those countries, uh, let alone more than once, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah it's and not, imagine backpacking, how much that would cost. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys, have you guys ever like, camped out in a bomb shelter in Slovenia? <laughs> I have. Uh, Was that in Czech Republic? Republic? Uh, well, no, like, with High Five, we did it in, like, a legit bomb shelter. There's been, so they have bomb shelters still in the country, uh, and they rent them out to people because they're obviously not useful. Yeah. Um, so they, they rent them out to bands. Uh, oh, that's cool. And the metal band that, like, put on the show for us gave us this place to stay, but they couldn't mm-hmm. stay there. So it was, like, it's literally just a giant square room. Uh, and it's like in the middle of a park there's just some bushes and it's like a gate that leads into a staircase that goes into the ground we're like okay like this is where we get murdered um and they had to lock us in there for the night there's no bathroom so you had to pee through the gate oh well <laughs> and hope you didn't have to number two <laughs> uh but there was like a crank light inside of it too that was like Whoo! <laughs> like a beacon inside like it was just so how old is it like 50 years old or so like I mean, I, yeah I guess so like I mean like there was a yeah. war in Yugoslavia so right, yeah, probably yeah, sometime yeah. around that time yeah. but uh that's just like that's shit I'll never forget but uh, like it's not like I don't know I don't know that I'm proud of it, but it's just like it's that's some shit, man. You've made it. Yeah, 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 Once yeah. you hit the bomb shelter, yeah, yeah. you've made it. You're successful. You I feel like this is what gives you ultimate humility, and like that's what happens nowadays because like, yeah. you got to go and, and prove yourself. Like there's no more like you know couple of gigs and a record deal, and you're playing arenas. Like that shit doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If it does, it's because you're Justin Bieber and you know fuck yourself or whatever. Somebody's on a YouTube right there. Cool. Well, I'm going to uh, play a song yeah. before the Zamboni thing um, to get things, you know, b- back onto the theme. Um, when I was thinking about the theme, obviously hockey came up because that's, you know, the first thing I associate with Zambonis. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I'm going to actually play a local song by a guy who contributes to the show a lot, Rob Crooks, who is oh, uh, a yeah. co-host on the show. Um, sometimes he hasn't been on as much as he used to be in the beginning, mm-hmm. but he's got a few episodes coming up that he's done himself too, which is cool. Cool. And uh, it's a song called uh, Jet Song on TV. And uh, it's... Uh, we just we, it never came out on an album, but we actually made a video. Me and him made a video for it that was just like absolutely terrible quality, but it, it got you know pretty good response from people and stuff. And it was uh, on the site where the arena used to be before they built like office buildings there. Yeah. So it's kind of this big empty uh, spot where the arena used to be. We put in some old clips of the old jets and stuff. And this video actually was made like a few months before the announcement that the jets were coming back. So we were all pumped. Oh yeah, we we, we totally yeah. you know predicted it or whatever. <laughs> and then of course like you know some other shitty song became the Jets comeback song, uh. and it was like some pop garbage. And I was like, this I, I actually really think it's an awesome song that Rob did. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's great. I think he did it at the Albert one time. Oh, I'm sure he's yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's yeah. played it live a few yeah. times. Yeah, he's done different sure versions of it too. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, and it's it's really I mean. I wasn't at that particular game he was at where he's talking about, you know, it's like, it was a Blackhawks game, and I remember him being Blackhawks fan when we were kids and stuff, but, like, uh, just, like, everything about it is very nostalgic to me about the old Jets. Like, I mean, I was a huge Jets fan as a kid. I am now, again, with the new Jets, you know, but, like, it, it really kind of, I don't know, he captured it, I think, what it's like, what it was like being a kid and watching the Jets, and, like, the songs about him going with his dad to the Jets game and being on CTV. So, <laughs> let's uh, cool. check it out. Cool. Here comes Polani. Yeah, there's speed on the left side. He runs to center ice. Gets it across the line. Polani shot. He hit the post. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I mentioned before, Rob has you know been pretty heavily involved in the show in the past. He host he's hosted a number of episodes, and he's a lot of his music's on which police the site too. Like so, check yeah. it out. Yeah, check definitely it out. check it out. This this video uh, this wasn't actually on any of his albums for some reason. I guess it just didn't. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's, it's a great song. I love it, and uh, it was fun making the video, even though it's pretty terrible quality. But you've got it right here, etched in internet. Uh, yeah, internet yeah, exactly. history. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was, it was weird because like the Jets. I don't know, there's, there's like a weird kind of, uh, I, I feel like Winnipeg was super, I don't know if we want to talk about the Jets. Yeah, today, yeah but what? I mean, I feel like Winnipeg was super down after the Jets left, like as a city, it just turned to shit. <laughs> Everyone was just like, oh, yeah. and not just because of the Jets, but I mean, that it seemed like after that happened, I mean, I was a teenager when that happened, and I remember just like everything seemed to go to garbage shortly after that, and it, it was like a long 15 year nightmare. <laughs> and I don't know, I, I, and like when we were filming that video, we found a lot of weird stuff like that uh, strange Burton Cummings uh, mural and things like yeah, that. Yeah, where is that? That's in Chinatown. Okay. And it's like kind of falling apart a little bit and stuff yeah. too. And it just seems like there's these weird kind of, 
I don't know, little bits of jet stuff that are floating around Winnipeg that kind of never fully degraded, you yeah. know? And it's strange to see those now kind of, you know, juxtaposed with the new jet stuff, and it's like, because that's everywhere too. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool, I don't know. It's like these weird kind of ghosts of the old jets. And yeah, I think the I like city that. needs a hockey team. Like, there's so many, mi- like, minor league hockey teams everywhere. It needs to give some, you know, all these kids something to aspire to. Yeah. Something for their parents to watch on TV and, and to mm-hmm. go to and buy tickets to. So it's an important thing for the city. It's done nothing but good, whether you watch it or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it makes Winnipeg feel like almost a big league city. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's like we're that much better than Saskatchewan. Fuck the Riders. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point, actually. That's the best case I've heard for the Jets so far. <laughs> 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 it's just like one point. Yeah. It's really otherwise with the difference between Regina and Winnipeg. Yeah. Like, we got the Jets. We got the Beat Jets, our yeah. asses at football, but whatever. We, have we got the Jets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like Winnipeg, a lot of people, that's how they define themselves, too. It's like, you, people don't know what Winnipeg is, but the Jets. You know the Jets, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Jets, right, yeah. Whereas for 15 years, it was like, what? what? What's the moose? What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, who are moose you? are coming back. Yeah, I know. They're coming out. Yeah, two teams. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, who named that team? Well, Minnesota named that team, right? It was the Minnesota Moose first. Oh, my God. Oh, really? Yeah. I just figured it was beer. Didn't you see friggin' <laughs> Mighty Ducks? No, it's in, it's in that, that one of those Adam Sandler movies. in Happy Gilmore. He's in the arena, and it has the yeah, Minnesota Moose right. sign in the background. I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, what? Because it's... Actually, they're in Minnesota, and the, oh. the Moose logo. The, like, did, they, did they call him Mickey Moose as well? Or? I have no idea. Oh, I don't know what they're gonna do now with that right. guy because like I he's a Jets mascot, and then the Moose or somebody's coming. Yeah. Out. <laughs> he's I torn. Moose <laughs> games and just it being like a brawl. In there. Like I think I saw thirteen fights with that. It's like a movie Goon. That's a great yeah. movie. It's kind of hilarious if you watch it. There's so many like Winnipeg like locations like they shot at Shannon's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I, there's like some place down Higgins too. I recognize. I saw them shooting Mon that Dragon on the Mon Dragon was it? Yeah, yeah they walked yeah, by. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're inside. They're inside yeah, the Mon. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the pizza. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sitting at something. Yeah, I remember seeing them filming. I didn't know what it was. I was I was walking by. It was like. On Valor and Portage, where the the uh, yeah, pizza yeah. hotline is and the slices, yeah, yeah. That, that's in the the shot. And I remember seeing like, what about they're filming here? And then you're you know a year and a half later, or whatever. Holy shit, that was <laughs> Stifler was in my is that town. Me? Is that me? Is that me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should have got a pizza. Would have been the shot. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah it's cool. I don't know. It's, I I think it's a big part of Winnipeg's identity um, culturally is hockey. Whether the Jets are around or not, like it just seems like people. I mean, like look at propaganda. Every album has at least one reference to hockey. Yeah. And those are often the best songs in the albums, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this is great. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Randy plays hockey. We actually have a hockey player on a team. Right on. And he he's like our him. default sports guy. Yeah. Here, you talk to this guy. We were, in the Czech, we were in the Czech Republic, and he's like, uh, he's like, we have hockey, uh, we have Jager. Uh, Randy, buddy, you got to talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, man. Randy, like, Randy just, like, clues in right away and starts. Well, on the High Five Drive Tour. You guys played a handful of shows with Willem Scream, and their merch guy was a huge Red Wings fan. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm hanging out with High Five Drive, four guys that don't give a fuck about hockey. <laughs> <laughs> the playoffs are on, yeah. Yeah. and we stop at uh, Jack from Rent-A-Kill's apartment, and I got on some internet like long enough to watch like two minutes of a Penguins-Ottawa <laughs> game or something, and just dying. And then we run into Wilhelm, and their merch guy loved the Red Wings I was like fuck I just need someone to talk hockey (laughs) so you're like the translator the international translator there might have been like you know girls everywhere but it's like dude I gotta talk about hockey hockey for someone (laughs) Uh, 
priorities. I, I'm actually, actually surprised that the rest of you guys aren't. Just because like everyone associates. I mean, I'm sure they hear, they hear all Canadian bands coming. They probably just only know about hockey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like nothing else, right? The Canadian level of like not being into hockey or not knowing hockey is that like I can skate and play hockey and played hockey for like five or seven yeah. years as a so kid. So did I. Like that's everybody, like, right? Yeah. No, but that's the thing is that like <laughs> us not being into hockey is like we could probably play better than like 90% of people except for like the people that are actual hockey players <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just that we're not like it's we're not like at the level of like most people like I still like watching it I love going to Jets games I've yeah. done a couple of times but I just like I can't like it might be that whenever I'm around like my dad watches Jets games and like loses his fucking <laughs> mind like I, I can't handle like people that just like freak out about like like they're the coach or like they they want to try to, like, influence what happened in his yeah. life or death. It's like, okay, man. <laughs> it, it's just hockey. It's cool. I feel like I, I feel like I swear on my TV so much during Jets games. <laughs> just like, I have to be quiet my kids are sleeping downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> just like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so some people, it, like, just ruins their night, you know, if, like, they, if nobody wins. I can tell downtown. Like, you can tell right away when people win. When we oh, lose yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I work downtown, and whenever I'm, like, going home, it's, like, it's so easy to tell when the Jets yeah. win. Or Jumping or walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the transit. It is just like people are like silence or yeah. <laughs> yeah. everybody's got their head down yeah. like no one's saying a word the yeah. Chivas and Cream had a show the other night they actually play like uh, Carter yeah, and, yeah. and uh, Carter and Aaron they both play on the same team okay. Chris Steel with uh, Randy Randy thinking he's coming to the C&K show doesn't come no he's celebrating with the Caressa Steel back at the rink <laughs> well, but that's how it goes I guess yeah, yeah. you know yeah, you that's your team you know you gotta, when you win in the playoffs you gotta fucking stay with the bros priorities you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something to celebrate it is it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> That sounds like what I intended at all. Yeah. This is getting me into trouble. <laughs> yeah, great hockey, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Does someone want to pick another song? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll pick one. Uh, I'm going to pick, uh, sticking on the whole Zamboni hockey theme, I'm going to pick uh, Count Your Bruises by The Flatliners because I actually didn't even know about The Flatliners since I joined this band. And then uh, when we went on our half Canadian, half European tour uh, towards the end of 2013, I was exposed to this band, and now I listen to them daily. I, I don't drive, I don't go to the gym without listening to them. And uh, and yeah, I don't know. They're cool. one of my top bands right now, so let's uh, let's listen to one of them. And how does it fit the, the hockey thing? Is the song about... Uh, just, it's counting your bruises, so if, it could be called Missing Teeth or, you know, right, whatever. Right. Just something hockey-related. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, wow, scratch, we but we'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it. Alright, let's check it out.
How many you got, Joel? Bruises at the moment? Uh, just one on each knee. Don't ask. It's <laughs> <laughs> not important. <laughs> it's unrelated. Just whatever. Just, just move on. <laughs> Next question. The drum thing. Yeah. 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 Um, one thing I did want to ask you guys actually is how do you define the type of music you play? Because I mean, I feel like punk rock and hardcore and all those genres are so split up into six billion other subgenres now, and I can't even keep up with what anything is anymore. Like, I mean. The stuff I mean, subgenres I've never even heard of. It's like, what does that even, what does that mean? Like, yeah. you know, so I don't know. How do you guys, what do you guys call it? I mean, it's clearly punk influenced, right? But I mean, what? Uh... I just tell everyone we sound like the Foo Fighters, and they're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> yeah, 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 that's actually pretty yeah, much I'll my go-to. Show. <laughs> like, I'll say the Flats and the Foo's. I don't know, like, uh, yeah, punk rock, rock basically. Rock, it's man. Obviously, rock, yeah. punk yeah. influence, yeah. punk influenced rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'm never ever with some scotch. Like I don't want to put a label on it. God, kill me. Um, but <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess we never really called it anything much like alt punk. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing so really. That, like it's not really like I, I have to explain it to people that like have no idea or like no concept of this type of music. Cause, yeah, like, yeah. There's like all the subgenres, which I don't expect people that wouldn't normally listen to this to understand. I don't even think people listen to it understand what that means. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, like I yeah, actually with the new record, I've heard people called like oh, it's influenced by orgcore. Was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. Just I was go like, with it. Just say your orgcore. People orgcore. like they're orgcore, and I was like. Does that mean you organize things, or is there an organ? <laughs> That's what I was like. I don't like. Someone's gotta tell me what that is. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't like. I don't know. I maybe I'm like not like. I feel like I'm getting old. I'm not on the up and up with like the new punk subgenres. Yeah. Um, but like it's yeah, it's just like it's punk and rock and. Can we, yeah. Maybe an easier question to answer then would be: Is there any band or bands that kind of all of you have as a touch point for what you are influenced by or what you kind of you know aspiring to sound like? Is there anything that? Everyone I, kind I, of agrees with, or is it is it crazy to say the Foo Fighters? I know that we no, that's, that's, that's an actual not, answer. That's that's all all, all four of us fall on that page for that one. Okay. Just okay. catchy chorus. The three of you guys and, and maybe not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the Foo Fighters, I really do, but I don't I don't try to sound like them. But at the same time, that's not really like a problem because like I like like I said, I like the Foo Fighters. Um, so you guys like having that as like an influence or a point and then like me writing from stuff that's like obviously very similar but not necessarily exactly that is is what gives it kind of a different spin too right like Mm -hmm. um, well like what kind of stuff are you uh... Uh, I don't really know (laughs) 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 Marty's really into org core (laughs) (laughs) super into org I, I guess, like, I don't know, honestly, like, it's it sounds like whatever, it's weird because Joel just played it, but, like, the Flatliners were, like, a big influence for me, but, like, I started playing in bands because of, like, Thrice. Okay. Um, and uh, at the same time, like, I like Strike Anywhere, and I like Hardcore, and I like folk bands, and I like whatever, so kind of like a mash of that shit, but, like, closer into the arena of punk rock and rock and roll, and, like, yeah, I don't know. I get the none more black reference a lot, but I don't listen to that band, so I have no idea if that's what we sound like. Yeah, yeah it's weird how that's come up a few times. Like, I've seen that in a bunch of reviews, and it's like, I for real, I don't know a none more black song. I've yeah, heard. I've heard the name. I yeah. have no idea. I, lo- I love the name because it's from a Spinal oh. Tap reference, and I love that shit. 
Um, but I don't know the band. <laughs> none, none more black. Yeah, so, so how, <laughs> how much more black could it be? And the answer is none. <laughs> none more black. I didn't realize there was the connection, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's freaking awesome. Sorry, let's just take a step back. Our main inspiration is Spinal Tap. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's every band's main inspiration. Should we put that on record? Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I, I will stand behind that. What's wrong with being sexy? It's sexist. <laughs> but I mean, call, calling you a punk band then is like pretty much that works. Yeah, I think in 2015 that works because like punk doesn't mean what doesn't it mean it anymore. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. like whatever it is it means and like let's not delve into that black hole. But like uh, it's, it's, sweet. it's yeah, like, like almost it's, like punk. You mean like punk means warp tour? Like that well, kind yeah, of thing? Like, I mean, like, like, when, if I tell you, like, I mean, like all of us, like we're in the genre. If I just say like, oh yeah, like a punk band, like it, you'd think like, I mean. Green Day is a punk band, so like something poppy and kind of off, like off the yeah. the mainstream is kind of the idea, right? So that's sort of what we are. It's like we're not that far off. Like you can bob your head to it and you can sing along, right? Uh, but you can't play it on Pyre ninety seven yet. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. or I guess Pyre ninety seven doesn't even I was exist anymore. Anyway, we're playing rock, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, we come full circle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, your no, it's not Mac. big rock or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But that's exactly why we're on podcast radio because it's so yeah. much better. Yeah, no, I like so, this. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Right? Yeah, listen to it when you. Have you ever been on the radio before, Stephen? Never. What's a radio? What kind of what kind of response are you? I mean, you guys getting reviews already? Said. The, the record is all is it positive or uh, so far, yeah. Um, in Europe, we included a, a down a digital download which uh, had uh, uh, acoustic tracks and like demos. Cool. Uh, and most people have uh, like given that like a medium thumbs down uh, <laughs> 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 or a resounding meh is what is probably more accurate. Like people did, but they uh, they dig the record cool. uh, and the additional content was honestly just kind of give like a little bit of a bonus with yeah, the like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was just like well I have demos <laughs> we just kind of included that but uh, the rest has been really good actually people really seem to dig it and we've gotten a couple of reviews from Winnipeg as well cool uh, um, yeah it's just uh, it's been a good response so I'm, I'm pretty excited it was a ton of fun to record too yeah. it was for sure like I think my personal favorite experience recording and you've record. done a lot of different bands you've been with a lot of different bands that recorded too right? yeah. yeah and like and to work with Chris too like you I mean like friends of mine are like oh you're gonna go work with Chris yeah. in the studio and stuff it's gonna be crazy it was the most laid back cool yeah. experience we could have ever like I, I don't know I was so nervous about it there was no reason to be it was unbelievably cool had a ton of fun doing it and I, th- I love the final product. Yeah, we had him on the show actually, and he was he was a good guest. Very uh, yeah. He didn't mention you guys, but uh, <laughs> hey, guys got a lot going on. Yeah, can, I don't. Can you I can't everything blame everything we just said about Chris. <laughs> <then>? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were mostly making that up anyway. Don't mention don't mention his hockey team, Crash of Steel. We just, we just had a cardboard cutout of him in the studio. Yeah, took some yeah. photos, made it look like he was actually yeah. there. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was no, it was awesome. Does that does that help to promote the record though? I mean, because you know he you know his band is obviously very well known. Uh, especially in punk circles and stuff, right? Does that, I mean, when you're telling people, uh, I don't know if you guys put out press releases or whatever when you're promoting the record, but, I mean, is that a selling feature? That the fact that you got a guy who is very well established and, you know, whose work people are big fans of generally? Like, uh, Yeah, yeah, we've, like, well, we've uh, we've mentioned it a little bit. We try not to, like... Yeah, you don't want to make the whole thing about like, it. Yeah. Milk it or anything like that, but, uh, what, you know, we mentioned it to, and to the people that matters, like, it gets their attention a little bit, which is, yeah. is nice. Um, and it just kind of, like, I think it's a little bit of a showcase to... Or rather, uh, uh, it kind of shows that we're 
uh, we're serious about it, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, we've gone and, like, we're, you know, we're doing this for real, whatever. We want people to help us and contribute to the music. Um, uh, but, yeah, people, mo- most people have paid attention to it, and I don't know. Uh, we haven't dropped it that much, but uh, it's been good response. Cool. I don't know. He, has, he hasn't pushed it that much, which is fine, which is, we were kind of, I don't know. I think it was, it was really great to have him involved. We also didn't want to make it, like... Like Chris Hanna produced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but his name, big letters on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Us and the small writing underneath. But it was, uh, it's super cool and like, you know, it, it is still fun. You know, sometimes to be like, you know, Chris Hanna did a record. And like, yeah. To, when people care, like people that like this kind of music, like propaganda is a fairly, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's a big, big name. It's a big name, yeah. In, in yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. no, not even like big, but like you know, they're they're really respected as like good musicians. I find and like, and that's kind of. The part that is prestigious glitter that like people pay attention to, but cool. Yeah. No, I'll never get nervous to enter a studio again. That's it. That's fine. How long? How long did it take to record? Uh, not that long, but I looking back it for whatever reason I feel like it was that long. But I think we spent just like three days doing drums and guitars, four days maybe, and then uh, like scattered over a month we did vocals uh, cool. across a couple of different nights, and kind of things like that. So cool. Yeah, maybe a month and a half, but in. But it two months total. Yeah. Two. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> cool. Uh, does someone else want to go to a Zamboni song? Um, yeah. Marty? See, let's try to friggin' steal my Zamboni song. No, I got nothing. You got, you got nothing? I gotta just keep thinking. Uh, All right. Go we'll ahead. get to you. We'll get you next. Then, then. Right. Okay, uh, well, uh, I want to play that Prophet song that mentions Zamboni. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, is that I don't have a mixed version, uh, or I have a demo. So I'm going to say that one. Okay. And if they don't give me permission, I'm going to email you a different song. <laughs> and that one will be a surprise. Sure. Uh, but if So I this will either be a profit song or something completely different. It, yeah, exactly. Um, so you got to listen. you, you yeah, got to pay yeah. attention. Uh, if it is the profit song, it's called uh, it's called Warbird. Okay. Um, and it, we we wrote it for the Jets, actually. All for the Jets. We wrote it to, like, it's, <laughs> it's about the Jets rather not for them. Okay. Um, and it specifically mentions the Zamboni uh, cleaning up blood off the ice because people got into a fight. So yep. it's very cliched rock and roll, uh, but it's a pretty cool tune and fits the theme in ways no song I know could. Cool. Okay, so this might be a profit song. Yeah. So listen <laughs> up and uh, see what happens.
there's no way to save yourself now. Oh, oh, cause I told you. I'm So while uh, we were listening to that, you guys were saying you have almost ten bands between you. Like you guys are in outside of including this band. Okay, That's start rid- counting. Um, That's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, Clipwing, Gold Mountain, Lone Wolf, Prophet. That's four. Triggers, Lone Wolf, Clipwing, uh, Legion of Liquor in two months. Clipwing, uh, Bear Fight, Bear Fight, Miley Cyrus. Andy, how many bands do you have? Chris or Steel. It's <laughs> <laughs> a full-time job. And the Zamboni driver. <laughs> but I, I was saying during the break there that uh, I think largely, like for me anyway, I know me, me and Marty are in, I guess, a handful or close to. Yeah. It's, it came about just like High Five Drive. We were grinding Monday, Wednesday, Friday, jamming all the time. And yeah. then to come back and not have a full-time band. After right, you five drive ended, it's like, oh, yeah. hey, what are we gonna do? It's like, okay, let's make doing drugs and going into withdrawal. <laughs> yeah. So now I need to find many people who do that same yeah, drug, same drug, yeah, yeah. you know, Hang all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, you find yourself caught up in a giant spider web of people and bands, yeah. you know. But it's you hard love to, it. it's hard to say no to. Like, there's always like, you know, when you've been in a band forever and that's what you're committed to. There's so many. There's so many relationship metaphors we could make. Right yeah, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Um, and then like, and then you leave the long-term relationship. I mean, band. Um, yeah. And then like, you can kind of like, uh, you know, there's a lot of musicians that you'd like to work with and people that are really freaking good. And Winnipeg has got a ton of really cool yeah, people definitely. that yeah. are really good. And like, when people are like, hey, do you want to like jam or like, I got some ideas for songs or whatever. It's like, it's really hard to say no when people are good because it's just. It's a really great feeling. And yeah, you want to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, and it it really, it makes you, um, you know, really expand as a musician and like you, you know, you, you grow and you, you do different stuff and it, it really helps, I find. Well, when this, when Clipwing started, weren't all three non-Greg members of High Five Driving it? Like, wasn't Steven yeah. as well? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So did that, how does that, I mean, did that affect the sound? Like, did you sound still sort of like High Five Drive at first or? Um, I think people kind of expected us to. Just because, you know, it was almost that whole yeah. band, right? Like, yeah, but it was, um, I mean, it was definitely, like, I, the nice part was, like, starting from scratch. Like, none of those songs, well, I guess, like, one of them was half, kind of, part of a High Five Drive song that I had written. But it was already okay. when I was, like, that was at the end when we were, I kind of moved on to a different sound anyways. But, like, yeah, you know, we started from scratch with, like, not, like, I didn't want to do, like, speed punk or, or whatever we've called that like whatever subgenre yeah. that was yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly I was like that was like like we're already in a niche and I didn't need to be in a niche in a niche yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, I, I mean I love that style of music but you know you kind of grow out of it a little bit and so it was a definitely it was already a different style at that point um, uh, but we definitely got a little bit of expectation in fact I think our second show no our first show ever at the cavern uh, I got there and like they have a chalkboard where they write the names of the bands 
And it said High Five Drive on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You thought that High Five Drive was playing? (laughs) Please, no. They didn't totally understand why I was a little bit upset about this. (laughs) I was like, we're not High Five Drive, man. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that what you told me? It would be an insult to Steve, you (laughs) know. It's not the same. It's 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 anybody. It's anyone. And with Joel, too, like, I I think it's really molded us into a really rock sound. And... uh, I think that was a conscious thing that we had kind of decided yeah. on the get-go. To. Was was Steve the drummer on the first recordings, or yeah, was, yeah. yeah, he was okay. Yeah. So is that, how, how's all that recordings? Oh, yeah, 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 the recordings on the new one okay. as well. Yeah, Joel Joel toured with us in Europe um, and has played like lots of shows with us as well. So it was like it was a pretty natural fit. Um, and we had like I remember when we were touring in Europe and we were in Vienna. Uh, Jack told me he's like uh, he's like Joel like he's like most people would play. Uh, play drums to the song, but Joel plays the song, like plays like plays drums like properly to it, kind of thing. Yeah. Like. Um, and when we played, everybody's like, "I don't know where you guys keep finding these drummers, man." Which I thought was pretty funny. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I get it though. I get, I, I get where you going. Yeah, yeah. So how do you, I mean because of all the bands, like there's seven billion bands between you. Like, how do you? Um, like compartmentalize that when you're writing songs. I mean, if you're in four bands and you're, how do you manage to kind of focus? And this, okay, this is what a clipwing song sounds like. I mean, does that even happen, or does it all kind of bleed together? I feel like it would just be, yeah, hard to not, you know, mix the. I think it's like a, it's a slow process either way. Like it takes a lot of uh, jamming and just ideas to flow before you can see what direction it's going to go in. But overall, you have to kind of think of like the finished product right. of what it's and it has to sound like us. It's not going to yeah. have you know some random idea that I would use for maybe a different band or that Steve or Marty would use. So um, so yeah, it's just kind of I don't know. It's really natural the way how it just finalizes and writes itself at a certain point in in the song i think cool i feel like it's kind of weird that you mentioned that i never really like thought about it that way but it's kind of funny that we just i don't know it's easy to tell it's like if i want to write a clipwing song i I know what it's gonna sound like or rather i don't know i just know when something's not us right um but we've jammed like we'll jam whatever i mean it just won't end up being like reggae or metal or whatever like as we get too far off the map it's easy to tell right yeah yeah you used to bring it back to yeah Yeah. it's one of those things too like where marty will show us the bare bones okay and it's not until like marty shows me a bare bones usually and like i kind of get an idea whether i'm sitting here with him like jamming in his bedroom or whatever and then all of a sudden like the first time we play it with randy and joel it's like boom all of a sudden it's like whoa these parts are just jumping out of all over the place, and that becomes the song. You That's know? cool. Yeah, I've been fortunate enough to have like really good uh, like musicians for that. Like it's funny to think like I, I if I write something, I can really picture like what's going on behind it, and I very rarely have to tell like Joel or Randy like what it is I'm thinking. I'll just play the song, and they usually just like make up oh, exactly cool. what I feel like fits, which is really, uh, you know, uh, just it's just really awesome. Like everything always fits really well. And, I guess the, the other part of sorry the other part of that I was gonna say is like um, how do you remember all the songs from all the bands? The last I haven't been in a band in like <laughs> maybe five years or so since I was in a band, right? But like even then, I wrote most of the songs, well, my parts of the songs anyway, and I couldn't even remember how to play them. Like it was yeah, the one band, and we had like six songs, you know, and yeah, and I couldn't. I mean, yeah, but the lyrics were like two lines per song, just because otherwise I would forget everything. Like I don't know how you guys. <laughs> Yeah, we do it like you know Beethoven, just like just straight up, just ink and pen, just tab out every little detail <laughs> that we do there. Yeah. And bring it to every practice. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny. Like I've uh, I've heard that before from people. Um, I think it was JP. 
uh, Peters from uh, Private Ear Studios who told us that he had uh, no, no, sorry, we uh, we were in the studio, we were at Private Ear, and he was recording uh, an opera singer. Okay. Um, and she was in there, and like we kind of started like chatting or whatever, and she would mention she's like, uh, she's like, I don't understand how you guys like play these songs without any kind of sheet music. Yeah. And it is like I guess it's kind of weird to think that like we would like. Really, when I showed the, the guys a tune, it's just like, I'll just play it for them. Yeah, and they I mean, pick like, it up, yeah. I, I could write it down. Like, I could either tab it or, like, maybe just write out some chords or whatever. Um, and some people, like, you'll do that in some scenarios. But, like, with with these guys and with everybody, it's just like, I just play the tune. And then they just figure it out by ear. And I t- I'll tell them the chords, whatever yeah. we figure it out. And then everybody figures out their parts. And it's never, ever recorded. Like, it's never documented written down, yeah, or yeah. written down. It is just, like, recorded. And you just remember it. Yeah, and that it's kind of like a weird, really strange way to make music when you think that like in every other like genre or style of music that's not like this like just you know like making and producing and trying to sell it is like you always like write it down and document yeah. it. That's the point. And people are referencing something when they're playing it. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. yeah like sight reading, whatever yeah. the case is. But like it's uh, to people to tell people it's just like it's just you know intro verse uh, pre-chorus chorus verse pre-chorus chorus double bridge double chorus. And, right, and that's and kind of like, people yeah, always hear, right? like, yeah. like when you're like, no, it's just standard song structure, and it goes like this, and like it really it comes from like if you played enough pop music or any kind of music, like songs have a flow to them, and you right. kind of just like you can feel it out. If the song's well written, it makes sense, you know. Right, like, you know the you change is about to happen at this point, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like your, you know, your heart beats in like four four. You're you you practice and like. You know, Joel's got a good sense of rhythm, so like at whatever point in the song, like he comes up and he starts to build, and we can feel the build, and that it hits a, a culmination. You know, that's when you're ringing out or changing parts or whatever, yeah. and you just start to read each other. I was used to uh, like back when uh, I was really into like Fat Records bands and stuff, and like, well, like you know, used for name hoodie right there. Uh, yeah. uh, there. There would always be this one part in all of the songs where you just, even if you weren't seeing the band or watching a video, you knew they were all jumping at the exact point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it just yeah, kind of yeah, stops, yeah. and it's like, yeah, they've all just jumped right now. Every single band had that. Like every song would be a point. I've, I've had that at a couple of points. We were guilty of that <laughs> yeah. at many points. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> the cat just threw up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On his gear. Anyone's wondering what that sound was? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Peter. Uh, Steve, do you have a song? That you, yeah, you yeah, I didn't want to play a punk song, but I'm going to play a punk song anyway. Uh, this song is called Two Minutes for Looking So Good. It's by Belvedere, which was like a big inspiration. I know. I remember that band? Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that name in a long time. From Calgary. Yeah, uh, yeah. They've actually recently got back together. They Everybody. Had, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's getting back together. So, yeah, it's the thing to do, man. Money, money, money. Uh, Steve Rawls went off. He helped us with a record back in the day with with uh, High Five Jive, oh, cool. and he's he's doing Belvedere again. They did this is a standoff for a while. Back with Belvedere, two minutes for looking so good. I think it's self. Hockey reference fits a theme, yeah. Obviously, yeah. So let's do that. Cool. Let's check it out.
Was more Canadian content on the show. That was uh, Belvedere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't believe those guys are back. I think you're saying it again as well. Yeah. So everybody, everybody yeah. does. Love them. They yeah. all come full circle. You know. You guys at you least start a band. You a job <laughs> and come back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing yeah. music. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, we haven't hit that timeline yet. Like High Five Driver Union is doing like three years or something. Yeah. So we how long has it been bit. since High Five Driver was not a thing? Not that long, right? Four years. Five years. Oh, five to be five. You got to give it at least ten, I think, before you do that. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for the clipping farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up with the clipping. Slash high five driver. Yeah. 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 It'll open up for us. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are big in Europe, right? This. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a Slovenia only tour. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um. So. We're going to play one more song before we do that. If people want to uh, check out your album, where can you just remind everyone the details of the release show? Uh, you can get it, uh, the details of the release show. We're playing at the Goodwill on Portage Avenue on April 25th with The Rippers, New Renaissance, and Rebel Yell. Um, tickets are available at Into the Music and Green Apple Skate Shop. Cool. And from Our Sleazy Asses, if you can find us, also all of the other bands, if you know any of them, just like just call Facebook. them up and be like, hey, just motherfucker, yep. where's those tickets at? I know Clipwing gave you tickets. Give me tickets, fuck. <laughs> I uh, that tickets. was a little bit more graphic than I expected. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Did I miss anything? And then the album, um, where can people find it after after the show? I mean, if they can't go to the show and pick it up there, what's the best way that they can? Uh, after that, we're gonna it'll be up on iTunes. Uh, you can order it from any of our Euro labels, uh, which is all linked on our Facebook. If you check us out, we're uh, facebook.com/slash/clipwingmusic. Okay. Uh, clipwingmusic.com, uh, clipwing.bandcamp.com. Instagram at Clipwing Music, Twitter at Clipwing Music. God, we're fucking everywhere. Wing, everywhere. Type, type yeah, Clipwing yeah. into Google, you lazy yeah, motherfucker, you'll yeah. find us. Yeah. No, if no, it's no, not no. a plane, you'll probably find us. Right, right, right. If right. It's, uh, yeah, if it's basically, if it's yeah, it's either about planes or us. That's pretty much it. So if you type Clipwing and music, it'll probably give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. generally pretty good. Cool. Okay, well, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com, and uh, all 120 whatever episodes are all there for free download and streaming. Uh, a couple of these guys have been on the show before, and actually, actually, both of your shows are in the top. 
20 or 30 most downloaded yeah, ones. Awesome. Like yours, your, the Team Steve one is really popular. For it's really Steve just I don't know what like, happened. He just downloads his own all the time. He just sits there, click, click, click. Apparently. wrestling videos on <laughs> and, and and watching videos of Derek Wibley fat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole other show. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I don't even need to know the story behind it. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's uh, well, that would be another. That's a whole other show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be another episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do one just with Steve. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, that's our cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> stay tuned for the next. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if people want to hear us on the actual radio, um, older episodes get rebroadcast on UMFM on Monday nights at eleven. And you can also tune in on umfm.com. And you can find us on Facebook and SoundCloud and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And the Garbage Hill Network. (laughs) We are part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is uh, a one-stop shop to find DIY radio and podcasts on a variety of topics. So we're on there. Uh, Couch Surfing's on there. The last panel podcast about comic books is on there. And Steve has a show, which you probably want to plug right now. James Steve Radio. Check it out. Uh, along you, that, James Steve. Are you sure that's what it's called? I've never heard of it. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyhow, James Steve Radio. I thought it was called Brad and Brad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyhow. Whatever. So yeah, you can check out, yeah, if you, if, you, if you like hearing Steve on this show, you can hear him on his own show and talking to local bands as well, a lot, and, and other bands and whatnot, so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me over here, guys. Um, thanks for having and, us. Uh, thanks for yeah, thanks for having yeah. us. We have one more song to go out on, it sounds like there's kind of a consensus vote on what that song should be, that so was if easy. someone want to, uh, uh, <laughs> I think we're going to queue up Coach's Corner by Propagandy. Or an only. Derek um, Wimbley's solo album. Some <laughs> 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 Derek Wimbley's solo album, it's a bit of a detour for him. Uh, it's a lot slower. Uh, I think I do have a... Than. Give me a break, man. <laughs> He's slow, he can't keep up anymore. That's, uh, rid- that's ridiculous. <laughs> Chris will be mad. All right, here we go. Uh, Let's check, check it out. All right, thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, check out their CD and uh, vinyl and CD release party and listen to this show forever because it rules. Goodbye for you. Bye-bye. Last week, by the way. What? Oh, that's what is going junk. on with you here? That's not. What is this stuff on here? We're hockey night in Canada, and we're talking about saving the world and all that stuff. Let's talk hockey. Well, that's the whole idea behind December yeah. the 25th. Let's talk about some good guys. Okay. Let's talk about the troops.